G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown. This is a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip. And the dork joining me is the cartoon cunt himself, Tyo. How are you? <laughs> yes, mate. Fuck yes. Came up with that on the drive home and I was like, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh, sorry to our US audience. We yeah. are Australian and we do use that word quite often. It's a, it's a verb. Nice. The cartoon cunt. Cartoon yeah. cunt. How yeah. are you, buddy? Yeah, good. I'm going to put that on my resume. <laughs> the, the cartoon cunt himself. <laughs> I just got to come up with names for everyone else now. <laughs> yeah. I'll um, think about it later. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's been going on, mate? How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, man. You know, Christmas. Christmas. Rush. Oh, yeah. Can you can you hear that on the roof, buddy? That's Santa himself because this is coming out on Christmas Day. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Merry Christmas, everyone. Jingle fucking bells. Or whatever you celebrate on this day. Yeah. Just get Happy drunk with your Hanukkah, family. Crazy Kwanzaa. Um, other things that occur. <sighs> I only know Hanukkah and Kwanzaa from Futurama, to be honest. Yeah, same. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so what's been going on, buddy? How you been living? Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, rushing around in stores, which I hate. Awesome. Yeah, um, it's pretty gross, huh? Yeah, but I did get Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, so you're recently. the only only dork currently <laughs> in the group chat to have Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, 2077. Yeah. And you're rocking it on a PS4, man. Yeah. How's that going? Well, um, it's not the game I was expecting. Yeah. But it's amazingly fun. In a, yeah, in a like it's a awesome. Well, what, what what were you expecting? Well, something much more polished, especially with these um these constant delays. And I get I'm of two minds of the thing. Mm. They should have listened. They shouldn't have listened to the consumers, me being one of them, and rushed this thing out unpolished. But also, if I had to wait a little bit longer, I was going to. I don't know, put a staple a toaster to my forehead or something. Yeah, the, <laughs> the wait for 77 was getting real grim, hey? Yeah, because otherwise I would have bought Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is the first Assassin's Creed game that I haven't pre-ordered since I've really? played the console. Yeah, because the last two ones weren't very Assassin's Creed yeah. for me. The last They're two fun. Assassin's Creed's are like my favourite two Assassin's Creed's. I like a Brotherhood was the last one I got real into. Yeah, the Ezio trilogy is amazing. The Desmond trilogy, which is like one, um, two revelations, like Brotherhood revelations, and um, number three was great. Number four, eh, like, but yeah, but not talking about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, okay. I can spend all <laughs> I was gonna day say, doing that. We're, get, we're getting carried away already. So, yeah. if you've seen, like, listeners out there, if you've seen anything about Cyberpunk 77, yeah, you would know that the reports are it's running. Absolutely dog shit on a PS4. But from what you've said in the group chat to the like to us, like it's not running. You're not having that bad of an experience with it. No, it's running fine. Like it's crashed a couple of times, but like nothing major. Mm. There was a couple of times too where I was driving and then it loaded like randomly for some reason, and then my car was like flying through the air. Oh wow, which was really cool. <laughs> um, but no, like it's not. It's it's not nowhere near as bad as I. I was hearing reports for. Yeah. It's good that it's first person because sometimes I've seen my shadow and my character was doing the full like Christ dance and <laughs> 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 just like shuffling along the ground I could yeah. see from the shadow. But yeah, no, like I've, the graphics aren't great obviously, but it's like mm. it's not meant for a PS4 and I have an old shitty TV, so I'm sure it would look better on a Oh HD yeah, the thought TV. of my PlayStation 4 running Cyberpunk 7 like it like running Netflix it sounds like a you know, uh, Boeing 343 taking off. Like, it is the loudest fucking PS4. I, it would kill it. Yeah, Cyberpunk 77 would kill my PS4. Yeah, I think mine is a lot newer and there's not much on it. I got a slim. Mine's, shit, maybe like five years old now, six years old, something yeah, like true. that. Yeah, true. No, mine's not that old. Yeah, I think I got mine, yeah, like ages ago. Mine's like two and a half years old. Mm. So, like, it's 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 running okay. Like, I think yeah. Arkham Knight had just come out when I got my yeah, PS4. <laughs> I remember that yeah. being a hot off a hot off the shelves um, game. Yeah, it's 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 been lots of fun. It's mm. been it's been really fun. It's sort of like this combination between like 
GTA, Borderlands, and I don't know if you ever played like Dying Light. Oh yeah, yeah, I've played Dying Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's a really cool concept. I can understand why it took so long, and I can understand why it's riddled with bugs because mm. the um what they're trying to do is huge yeah, so, yeah. From, from all the like so i've watched a few of the reviews and i've watched one guy i like uh stream it um and he was streaming it on a pc so it obviously looked amazing because it's like pc um but yeah from all the reviews i think it's definitely a game that i'm, I'm gonna go in go in on it's got a lot of things that sound like very up my alley but also it was never going to be what it was, you know, hyped up to be. Yeah, it was never going to be what I dreamt it would be. But, you know, I loved Assassin's Creed and my favourite Assassin's mm. Creed games are like, yeah, probably Brotherhood, but like the whole Ezio trilogy. Mm. And they are notoriously like the buggiest glitches <laughs> things in the world. Mm. So like I climbed up some high-ass shit and then went to get on the viewpoint and jumped sideways off a building and died uh. and rage quit. So like... And I still love those games yeah. so much. Um, so, yeah, the storytelling it is it is amazing. The world building is really, really cool. The depth, like Skyrim, like you'll find little little chips somewhere and read like stories. So there's like, I just, I love good depth. Just like mm. when I read a novel, I love good maps. And like, I love Game of Thrones for good maps. Lord of the Rings, the same has good indexes mm. in it that gives you a big depth. I'm just a... Like I just get a hard on for have, for hard world building. Yeah, so like yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah. It's just kind of a shame that they've. It almost feels like I, I don't know if they rushed it out f- for a pre Christmas release just for the you know, just to you know make sure it's in those stocking stuffers all around the world, or you know whether it was just pressure from the the gaming community as a whole to get it out. I think a bit of column A and a bit of column mm. B. It's just a shame, man. I. Uh, I know. It could like, I think me and you are both in the same camp where I'd just rather wait for it to be proper. Like, I, oh, yeah. I'm happy to wait for something to be good. Yeah, but definitely. I, yeah. I think that... Again, oh, sorry. No, I, you're right. I think I would have been happier to wait if they said, yeah, it's actually going to come out mid, like, April 10th, 2021, mm. rather than April 10th, 2020. Yeah. And I was it, like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get this around my birthday. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Whereas, like, I could have got the AC... And not been as worried about it, mm. but yeah, no, it's it's been it's been lots of fun. Like it's yeah, I'm I'm very excited to go in on it on a PS5. Yeah, in April when it's like at you know version two point thirty seven, like where it's just completely fixed <laughs> when and it's ready. Up, yeah, when it's ready to go, uh, that that's something I, I'm I'm super excited for. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're here for, is it? No, it's not. We're here for a few things. I oh man, I'm kind of wrapped up in all the the Christmas the Christmas talk. Because you know it's it's Christmas Day if you're hearing this, but for you know for for us we're we're a few days out for Christmas, and every time around this year I just kind of get a bit nostalgic, and I, I was thinking back uh, the other day, and I think I've told you this story. I probably would have told you this story about the the year uh, Amelia, my wife, came to my my family's Christmas for the first time, <laughs> and I got the world's worst Christmas present. Oh yes, I love. I've seen that Christmas present. <laughs> so bad. Oh, it's amazing. Oh. It's amazing. Wait, which one are you thinking of? The one that your mum got you? No, that was, oh, oh, that's another Christmas. Yeah, that's oh. fucking awful. That's up yeah, here. That's that's yeah. right up there. In I, the know, I was looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a haunting dream catcher that is. <laughs> For my, you know, my militant vegetarian, you know, almost vegan wife, she got a dream catcher that's absolutely chocked full of leather and feathers that she <laughs> fucking hates. <laughs> no, uh, the, the, um, actually, I don't know if I've told you this story. So I was 17 at the time and me and Amelia had just started dating and it was our first Christmas together. And we had decided that she would come over to my house for breakfast and then do presents there. And then come over, and then me and her would go over to her place to do, you know, lunch at, at her parents. And yeah. my thinking was, my parents can't get too out of control in the morning. It should be <laughs> fine, right? <laughs> should, I wasn't ready for her to experience the full brunt of my family. Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, jeez. So, she <laughs> Amelia comes in, and we're all doing the gifts and stuff. And uh, my older brother, who's was a few years old, I think he was around 22, 23 at the time. Is it Justin, friend no. of the show, or Kurt? Kurt. Is he friend? No, he's not friend of the yeah. show. Anyway, Kurt, Kurt enemy of, of the show. Friend of somebody, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Kurt, friend of many imaginary friends. 
<laughs> Kurt, friend of all watch lists on air. <laughs> Kurt, friend of people on World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, friend of women on dating apps <laughs> in Soviet Union countries. <laughs> oh, fuck, oh. I hope he never hears this. Yeah. Anywho, should I bleep out his name? Nah, fuck him. <laughs> I've got heaps of brothers. It could be any of them. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the same last name. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, so they're doing, they're doing presents, right? They're handing out. Mum mum and, uh, and my stepdad are handing out presents, and they do the younger kids first, and you know, they all get you know kitty stuff. I can't even remember what the they got. Ben 10 Omnitrix or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe if someone was putting a Ben 10 Omnitrix in the op shop the week before Christmas, then maybe. <laughs> Figured more like playing cards in a paper play. <laughs> I thought it's like one of the Maccas ones that they picked up from oh, the op shop. Yeah. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it comes with all one of the animals. <laughs> Could you imagine putting a, a Happy Meal, just a full Happy Meal wrapped under <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, um, <laughs> no, um, so yeah, they're giving out the presents and then they do Justin. Justin got something. I can't even remember what he got. He got something cool. And then for Kurt, right? And in my head, this plays out like a prize scene of like Wheel of Fortune or something like that. <laughs> so Kurt, they're like, um, they roll in. So they go to the other room to bring in something. So like, you know, it's going to be something big <laughs> if they have to go to the other room to get it. It's not under the tree. In a body pillow. But they roll him out a brand new BMX. And in my head, it's oh. literally like mum and dad, like mum and stepdad walk out of the room and it's like, a brand new BMX. And it's all shiny. Oh, it's <laughs> ribbon and everything. It's so great. I'm like, I'm like, man, this is fucking sick. Kirk got a BMX. And, you know, he's as happy as someone with autism can be happy. <laughs> hey, we can be pretty happy. Yeah, no, that was pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he, he lights you up. You see the Thomas the Tank Engine compilations, <laughs> mate. <laughs> so much editing already. <laughs> the worst episode we've ever done. Merry Christmas, fuckers. <laughs> well, you started out calling me the cartoon cunt, so, like, fucking all holds were barred, mate. <laughs> um, anyway, so the wheel out curtain and UBMX, and then, and uh, mind you, Amelia's sitting next to me this whole time. And then they, you know, they go under the, the tree for my present and, they, and it's a small, small wrapped package, maybe the size of like a Big Mac. I don't know why everything. You're, you're sitting there being like, oh, Kirk got that. I wonder what I get. And exactly. Really sitting there being like, why does it smell like urine and cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> Shushy. <laughs> why does this, why does this couch have cigarette burns in it? That's not normal. <laughs> anyway. They give me this small package. And in my head, small. whenever you get a small package, it's you think ex- expensive. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is going to be like a watch or something. I was like, man, this is just really good. I'm good to see my parents pulled out all the stops when Amelia's here. I mean, this is going to be a good first impression for her. <laughs> anyway, so I start unwrapping it. And wouldn't you know it, it is a packet of 25 gram Champion Ruby filters and papers. <laughs> yes! And a box of dingers. <laughs> Yeah, because I just got a girlfriend, so clearly I needed a box of condoms. You need condoms and cigarettes. Condoms and cigarettes. <laughs> I was seventeen. Yeah, my brother got a BMX and I got durries and dingers. That's <laughs> fucking great. rough. That's great. And uh, so, if anyone is unfamiliar, I don't know if people in the US. I've never seen them rolling their own cigarettes. Yeah, I think rolled cigarettes is a thing. Right? I think it's a thing, Surely. but I don't think it's common because no. why would you when tailor mades aren't expensive? Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, so it was a roll, rolly, rollies and dingers, mate. It was pretty rough. <laughs> and then immediately followed up by my parents doing, you know, Jaeger bombs at 8 o'clock in the morning. So any hope I, th- any hope I had of, you know, showing my, my new girlfriend a, a nice, nice normal Christmas was fucking out the door. That's awesome. That's so awesome. But, yeah, it was the first Christmas we ever spent together. We've been together ever since. It's <laughs> nice. 10 years ago. Yeah, well, far out. Wow, has it really been that long? Uh, oh, nine years. It'll be 10 years next year, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. Wow, poor Amelia. Oh, she's a tolerant, tolerant woman. <laughs> Just <laughs> very tolerant. Uh, um, but no, we're, we're not here to talk about Christmas of past, mate. We're here to talk about... A, a great series, a series that was originally going to be in the getting moldy section at the end of this show, but I had to give it a whole episode because it, it's that good. Yes, uh, I'm glad of, you did. Oh, I'm so glad we did. Yes. Uh, so, of course, we're talking about 
Star Wars Clone Wars, the 2003 series. So let's dive in. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a war was sweeping the star system. A war known as the Clone Wars. The two opposing sides, Jedi and Sith, fight for supremacy. This battle between the light side and the dark side is not only fought over many different front lines and across many different worlds, but also in the heart of a young Jedi named Anakin Skywalker. The very fate of the galaxy rests heavy on his shoulders. Will the clone army succeed in fighting off the Separatists and bring peace to the galaxy? Find out as we take a look back on Star Wars, The Clone Wars. I love those. They're so great. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> I put so much effort into them. Yeah, I know. I can tell. You got your big boy reading voice on too. I know. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. It sounds like a different person. It does too. <laughs> uh, it's just because I do these alone, sitting in my shed, usually early in the morning. Star um, Wars. Clone Wars. <laughs> galaxy far, far away. Uh, so Star Wars, Clone Wars. It's an American animated television micro-series set in the Star Wars universe, uh, universe and developed and drawn by uh, Tardanovsky, uh, who is the creator of Samurai, Samurai Jack and Dexter's Laboratory. Yes. And he also did Primal, which is one I want to talk about later. Okay. Because that's great. Yeah. Um, Produced and, re- uh, produced and released between films uh, uh, The Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. It is among the first of many works to explore the conflict known as Clone Wars and directly leads into the events of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, fucking awesome. It's so great. It's no yeah. longer canon though now. None of this is considered canon anymore. Fuck Disney. I know. Disney's fucking Fuck shit. Fuck Disney's so bad. It, it's clear... It's so clear to me that this is a pre-Disney product. Yeah, because it's great. It's Star Wars that has heart in it. There's so much. I would much much rather this be canon than the fucking sequels. They're trash. Oh, like uh, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, and The Last Jedi? Yeah. Yes. I got those out of order, but I think I got them all. Yeah. Mm. See, like, my partner and I love Star Wars. We've gone and hate-watched every new release in the cinema. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. No, it's, ama- it's fucking amazing. It's so beautiful, man. You can really tell um, Grandy, like, Grandy Tadanovsky, Tata- yeah. Tadanovsky. Yeah. You can really tell the Samurai Jack animation influence in that. And to me, the two biggest things that stood out in this series are amazing animation and amazing sound design. The sound design of this is great. It's... And because it's a series that there's actually very little spoken dialogue, a lot yeah. of it is just the sound design. Like the spoken dialogue in this is is few it's and far so between. Minimal, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really minimal. Yeah, what I a couple of things that really stand out about the animation that I loved. Mm. Um, there's the classic Star Wars transitions. Oh, like the the, the oh, wipes. So good. I know. I love. Them. I love I a love good wipe. So that is one thing that I do like about the sequels is that they brought a lot of the wipes back in mm. because in the original ones, it's basically every single transition. Um, every yeah. single transition is a wipe, and then in the prequels, which I do love. I love the prequels. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love. I hate on everyone hating the prequels. I love that I, the sequels came out now too because the prequels are fun. Like God, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he's fucking great. Mm. I also think it's an – I've I've had this theory about Star Wars for ages. It's just an age thing. If you were at, you know, you know in your teens or early 20s when the original Star Wars come out, they're going to be your favourites and you're going to hate the prequels. Yeah. If you were in, you know, around our age when the prequels came out, you're going to love the prequels. And, like, I still love the, the original. Like, they're still great. But for yeah. me, Star Wars always started – the first Star Wars movie I ever saw was The Phantom Menace. Yeah, which is amazing, which has my favourite character, Darth Maul. You love Darth Maul? Darth Maul and then General Grievous is my second. Have you watched uh, Rebels and uh, the Clone Wars, where the other Clone Wars series where he comes back? Um, no, I've not yet watched all of that. He's I haven't watched any Rebels and I haven't watched all of that. So I do know a lot of it. Yeah, so when yeah. he comes back in as this like kind of crime lord, underworld boss thing, like his, his reappearance in the Star Wars universe through those uh, cartoon series is oh, so and fucking just his good. His entire backstory is really mm. epic, how he's mastered um, like – all of the um, lightsaber forms and stuff. Yeah. And that's another argument I like to make about the um, prequels being the best was because they had a better access to 
um, VFX. Mm. The uh, mad, the way that they did effects in the original series is amazing, but some shit's really corny and... You farted in my shed, <laughs> did you? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> man. Fucking <laughs> 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 so rad. <laughs> <laughs> you made eye contact with me the whole time too, you bastard. <laughs> Sorry. For <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um yeah. Well Gra- Grievous is really cool. Um so <laughs> that, that it's, it's it's okay. thick. So like um yeah, the Star Wars transition's awesome. Mm. Um Palpatine in like the first scene you see him when he's like flicking his he's fingers. He's the together. most evil looking son of a bitch in this series. I love yeah. how over exaggerated his like um coyness and like um uh sliminess is in this. He yeah. seems like such a slimy dirt ball. Yeah. And it's, it, awesome. it's exactly how he seems in Revenge of the Sith. Like they yeah. nailed his um kind of design and uh, mannerisms and characteristics in this because and, and, and it, to carry into Revenge of the Sith, it, it's perfectly continual. Yeah. Even though it's two different mediums, and it, I'm pretty sure two different voice actors. Like, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, um, it's it, it's such a continual thread of storyline, and it doesn't feel jarring to go between this and then Revenge of the Sith. The only person that is um, that is an actual Star Wars voice that's voicing the same character is Obi Wan, right? No, Anthony Daniels. No, that's the, uh, whoever does Obi Wan is the same guy who does it in the Clone Wars. Is um, that right? He does. James Arnold Taylor. He does an amazing job at it. That was one of my notes. Mm. It's like he does an amazing job um, at doing um, – yeah, he does the other Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, so, he, so he's, he's Obi-Wan's voice throughout this series and in the Clone Wars. So he, yeah. he for me, is the most Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. He did, he did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, C-3PO is the only actual voice. I hated Anakin's voice actor. Oh, it's fucking I hated real bad. Anakin's design. Uh, no, this is this is the best I think Anakin's ever looked. I mm. uh, the speci- specifically his gold hand, his yeah. Jedi braid, and then his mullet. It, like all three of those, I'm like, oh, so fucking. His Jedi braid, it's it, it was so good. Mally it used to think in the wind. Hayden Christensen was Amber's other boyfriend. Because she had a picture of him, like when he's like liar <laughs> to Padme as the back of her phone. She just like she's so, so wet for Anakin. Um, um, yeah. yeah. So I hated the way Anakin looked and sounded. I hated the way Qui Gon Jinn looked. They gave oh, Qui Gon nose. Of a nose. It is yeah. insane. Yeah. Like because when he's looking like front on, it's completely normal, and yeah, then he and turns down, and it's so. It's insanely big. It's so offensive to um, uh, actor who plays Qui Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson, because um, <laughs> yeah. he has a rather prominent nose. Yeah, but and it's like I the, didn't notice. No, <laughs> not until they did him like <laughs> that, and I looked and I was like, "Oh, you got to do." <laughs> he has a specific, particular, certain set of skills, and you still go and do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will find you, <laughs> you um, monsters. The explosions are awesome. I love the color theory, like the red that mm. they use with the explosions, like um, that tentacle bounty hunter thing. Uh, he is named uh, Daru. God. Um, that is all beautiful. The way that they draw in motion blur, because that like motion blur doesn't exist in cartoons. Like, no. That has to be drawn on, or you have to draw on like multiple layers on top of it. They do a really good job of that. Um, and the minimal use of CGI because I don't like heavy use yeah. of CGI in a cartoon. So they that d- that tentacle guy you're talking about, yeah, Dirge, and Dirge. he's currently not. He's never been used in anything else, but he's not in canon. Um, but he, I reckon, because he, I did a bit of uh, digging into his backstory. So he uh, originally was his story behind the story behind Dirge was he was trapped and kept prisoner by Mandalorians and experimented on and tortured for like a hundred years or something like that. Okay. Cause he's instantly like infinitely regeneration. And that's why he fights against the clones because at this point in the storyline, clones were all cloned from Mandalorians. Yeah. From that a, is, yeah. that is no longer the case because, um, Django Fett is no longer officially a Mandalorian. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Um, politics. Yeah. Star Wars <laughs> politics. Man, 
Watching this reminded me of a time where I enjoyed being a Star Wars fan <laughs> and it wasn't just the most toxic cesspit of the internet being a fucking Star Wars fan. Yeah, I Fuck. know. It's difficult. Mm. Yeah, they're even just like this is so minimally animated and minimally voiced. Like mm. everything about there's so much really great use of stills or like just a mouth moving or very, very minimal, like, it's it's beautiful. They 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 do the balance perfect. They really really do such a good job. I think of doing just enough. Yeah, just enough. Yeah, so great. that it, it's like it's like when you go to a fine restaurant, they don't give you a heaping plate. Mm. They give you just enough, like mm. that le- leaves you hungry but makes you really appreciate the it. um the just on that the way that Tadanovsky uses um shadow in his like facial expressions. Yeah, is is so good in this series because it's such a bright and vibrant world. Like we're not often in the dark or in shadows. And I I think it's especially good in when general Grievous first comes in and he's hunting down those, uh, like five stuck Jedi. Jedi. I love that scene. The use of shadow in that episode is it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. That whole, again, the way that that is animated is so well, the way that they, they draw in this motion blur, they, Mm. They the way that things slide backwards and forwards, the use of repeating mm. um repeated images is it's it's just perfect. I think it's it's animated amazingly. And because I didn't grow up with pay TV, I didn't really see much Samurai Jack. Um Yeah, see neat like I I had a weird relationship with Samurai Jack, like that's a weird way to put it. <laughs> um so when I first saw Samurai Jack, it was it was before this, obviously. Um and I, I just flat out did not like it. I, I, okay. I thoroughly was just, it just didn't click with me for some reason. But then, do you remember the Cartoon Network website where it had little mini games on it? Yeah. That was a really fucking good Samurai Jack. I loved it. Yeah, that game. Yeah, and they had a good um, Bill and Mandy. like Oh, the Grim Adventures, Adventures of Bill yeah. and Mandy. Yeah. yeah, those, I loved those games. Yeah, well, the um, Samurai Jack game was, it was so good. And it literally is the only reason I ever went back to watch Samurai Jack. And now I love it. I love Samurai Jack. Um, I really want to watch it after watching this. At the time you watch this, like, because you would watch this on Cheese TV. Oh, so, yeah, if we didn't mention it, I think we mentioned it. But, yeah, this was originally aired on Cheese TV. It's Yeah, okay, good. Oh, well, you mentioned (coughs) that it was meant to be one of the segments, but we decided that it has to be. Just what literally the story was that I saw this on the list, clicked, and I was like, okay, I'll put this as the mouldy segment. So, um, this is very easily available online to watch. So I, I yeah. watched, started watching it and burnt through because it's only like two and a bit hours long, all, yeah. all total. Burnt through it, it stopped, and I was like, man, I cannot condense. There's no way I can condense my thoughts and feelings into a little segment attached to the end of a, no of a main episode. We could talk about the two and a bit hours, like two hours, 15 minutes, or whatever it is of like cartoon that it is i could talk about that for four hours oh i've my <laughs> notes are insane yeah so i could break everything down when when this first started um airing like um when you first watched this what was your relationship with the star wars franchise at that time um i had a dog called obi okay that was the first dog um calm friend of the show <laughs> <laughs> my brother and i ever really had like we had a couple other ones but that was our I'm assuming yeah. from Obi-Wan Kenobi. <clears throat> yeah, from Obi-Wan yep. Kenobi. Dad loves Star Wars. Mm. He loves the Force. He loves, like, doing martial arts and, like, yeah. Japanese and the, the way that philosophy and martial arts intersect and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, Dad loves Star Wars. So, had you seen, like, uh, the original three at yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, I'd seen everything that was out, which I think was... The original three in Phantom Menace, yeah. Yeah. Oh, was number two not out yet? Oh, and number two, yeah. 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 Yeah, so for me, um, going into the Clone Wars, I had not seen the original three when I when I first saw this. Oh wow! I had seen Phantom Manus, and uh, yeah, that's like the fourth time our feet have touched under the table. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't fart again. <laughs> um, I had seen Phantom Manus, and I had seen Phantom what? Manus. I know I said Manus, okay, but you anyway, said Manus yeah, a few times. Phantom Menace, <laughs> and I had seen Clone Wars. Okay. So I'd seen those both, but I had I hadn't seen so the reveal of Darth Vader for me had yet to come. Like, I just didn't know that that was going to be a thing. Like, I did not know that Anakin was supposed to be Darth Vader. Yeah, wow. Like, so for me, that reveal was super organic and almost, like, weird, to be honest. 
Because the reveal of that is in this show. Yeah, it foreshadows a lot of stuff, which yeah. is really cool. So for, for me, this show is is so firmly planted in my like history with Star Wars because it was during this show that I realized that Anakin would become Darth Vader. And oh, honestly, awesome. I'm a fucking idiot for not saying it f- earlier. Yeah. Because well, it's foreshadowed throughout. Yeah, it's foreshadowed the whole time. Yeah. But it does. it is done relatively subtly, which is awesome. Mm. Like it's it's really cool. Yeah, I, I love the storytelling that George Lucas has done. And this was so the um the Clone Wars was originally mentioned in like um the first Star Wars movie. Phantom Menace, yeah. No, no, no. Um no, Attack of the Clones, was it? No, oh. the first one. Oh A New Hope. Yeah. Um, number four. Sorry. Yeah, number four. So it's really Yeah, weird. Star Wars fuck messes Amber, my brain. Amber and I have had big discussions at which order to show Mally Star Wars. Mm. I, I was thinking start with the original three, then the prequels, then show her show show them to her how they came out. But Amber's of a mind to show her um show them chronologically in um No, you can't do chronologically. But she says it makes it more fun. S- Worrying if Obi Wan will survive in all of the dumb shit that he gets himself caught up into, um, like there's there's def there's we've had l- oh, lengthy discussions. T- there is lots of good reasons for and against. I stick mm. with the in the way they came out, but yeah, she's very firm with chronologically for the story. But yeah, it's awesome. It's a, it's a yeah. It's really is like it's a it's a fucking religion. <laughs> It's, yeah, Star Wars fandom is nuts, and I expect this to be some. We'll get some fucking heat off this episode from Star Wars fans. Um, yeah, so for me, like when I when I first watched uh, this series, it's it's my f- it was my first kind of my first actual love because I I enjoyed the Phantom Menace and I enjoyed the clone. Oh, I know I keep saying it, it's fine. I, I don't know why. What's wrong with my brain? And I enjoyed the Clone Wars. Um, but I wasn't like, I wasn't one of those people that saw the, the movies and was uh, Im- immediately hooked. Like for me, it wasn't an immediate thing. Okay. Uh, this is what hooked me in. Like, this is my Star Wars. This was my origin story for my love of Star Wars. It has continued. Like I've been a massive Star Wars fan for ages. I mean, I can, yeah, there's like a, yeah, just around here. We'll just, can, like, I mean, there's a reason I have a Mace Windu lightsaber. <laughs> yes. It's because of this series. Like, I this love is, that. That like what the lightsabers are meant to represent that like um, blue is for people who are really good with a saber more yeah. so and green is for people who are more like, force more based. F- yeah. yeah. And then purple is because Samuel Jackson loves purple. Yeah. And anime and hentai. Yeah. <laughs> Those two aren't related, but he does. He's our people. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so this, this is my origin story for my love of Star Wars. And I kind of want to talk about the Mace Window bits in this. Oh, cause same and same. Holy fuck! It, it was, that was the first episode I ever saw of this series because oh. I came to it late. I didn't see the the first little bits with um uh, dread. Oh, who was it? Dirt. What was his name? Dirge. Dirge. Yeah. Doug. I didn't see that those bits before. My first episode of this was Mace Window, and it is beating the fuck out of some. It's droids. so good, man. Yeah, that's there's a whole big section on this about about that. Um. Especially, like, I want to talk the the um, ship that was... Yeah, the, the Stomp-O-Matic 10,000. The way that's animated where it's this instant... Yeah. And it's Pop. and it's so quick. Yeah, it's it so... Up. And the use of sound mm. and then how it then it cuts to... It's like, oh, yeah, you see it from afar. You're like, oh, yeah, that's just like your hand slapping some ants on the table. And then it goes there and it's like this devastation. Oh, and yeah. And shit goes crazy. Yeah, no, I, that is... It's fucking beautiful. Like, this... It, if if people listening haven't seen this, watch this. Like this it's is so this easily is available like, too. Yeah, and and it's beautiful. Like it is, it is a masterpiece. Like it, it really, really is. I think it's the best in, Star Wars property. Like, yeah, it's amazing. In there's there's very little that lets it down. Like I don't like the way Anakin sounds. I don't like. I kind of like how moody of a teenager he sounds like. Yeah, it's the most moody teenager. And the way he looks, I'll fight you on that. He is. Gorgeous throughout uh, this. He looks like an idiot, and the Wookies look terrible. But aside from that, Wookie, I've never like when I first saw these Wookies on the rewatch. I'm like, man, I don't remember Wookies being so fat. They're so fat <laughs> and like bubbly. <laughs> they look like gibbons. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. One of the only downsides is a few of the characters. Yeah, that that stompomatic thing is awesome. The way, um, the way Mace pulls the nuts and bolts out of that droid oh, and, like, oh. destroys the droids. Uses awesome. it as, like, shrapnel. Yeah. 
his hand to hand fighting is so like cool. him like speed boxing like, is yeah just beats the shit out of some of them like it's awesome that hmm. part with Mace Windu is so fucking cool and the like, fact that they tee that all off with him landing back on the hill to the young boy who's watching him <laughs> takes a drink of water smiles and then goes back into it. It's like, it's the epitome and that moment feels like it's the epitome of what a Jedi is. Yeah. It's this smiling beacon of hope in like, in utter despair because for that boy, his whole like, world is yeah. coming apart. Yeah. That's the most devastating day of his life. And there's one bright, shining, bald beacon yeah. of purple, Samuel beautiful light. Oh, so yeah. good. It's, it's, it's awesome. That whole scene is awesome. Like mm. I, I, I just, Oh, I what did it. you did you like the um, Kit Fisto parts? Because he was my second favorite character. Kit Fisto is the Aquaman of the Jedi. Because <laughs> he, I loved him, and I, I was really yeah. hyped for him throughout this. And then he appears in Revenge of the Sith and immediately gets killed. Yeah, I love they kill off heaps of really cool oh, Jedi. <laughs> but Kit Fisto, his episode where it's underwater is yeah. probably one of the shining examples of how to make water-based, you know, animation and combat look amazing. Yeah, it looks really cool because you can fight in three dimensions, which mm-hmm. is awesome. And, like, yeah, I think it's better doing that in the air than, like, Dragon Ball Z just, like... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I love it under the water. I also forgot or skipped past until that episode that the, like, Amr Akbar's um, people are called the Calamari. Mon Calamaro. <laughs> Mon Calamari, yeah. <laughs> Did you not know that? <laughs> It's so great, hey? I think because when I, like, first heard it, I think it it obviously just didn't click that it's because they're, like, squid. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's great, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) We also, in this this first uh, couple run run of episodes, we also get um, the first uh, introduction of Asar's Ventress, who goes on to become the main villain in uh, the Clone Wars. But That, That is the part where the sound design... Really, really just yeah. shone so brightly for me is when Dooku and um, Ventress are fighting. Oh, it's like, so good. And when he, like, floats down and, like, his, his feet yeah, touching the, the ground. Yeah, the touch of the ground. The silence that is used. The, yeah, the the fucking sound designing in this is so good. And that scene in particular is is beautiful. Mm. Like, it really... It's 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 amazing. It's it's so good. I love her design too. Like, yeah. they change a little bit of her design for the Clone Wars, and I think for the worst. Yeah. I think her design in this is is spot on because it's it's so. I think in the Clone formidable. Wars, they make her a bit more feminine. Oh yeah, so they like, do. Oh, what are kids will be confused if they she doesn't have breasts. <laughs> they soften up her features on yeah, her face and give too, her like a rounded chest. Yeah, which is just which is something that they do for everything. I love even in like. Um, Doctor Who and stuff. It's like, oh, these reptilian creatures that also females have breasts. Yeah. It's, it's like, but they're reptiles. They don't, yeah, they don't <laughs> Yeah, need. or like Chitara and stuff like that. It's like, where are the other six tits? <laughs> Can where we all are, <laughs> hashtag, where are the other six tits? <laughs> yeah, that fucking trend in worldwide. That's just, let's get to the real point here. It's fucking <laughs> dealing with real issues. Where are the other six tits? <laughs> That's yeah, great, no, but it's it's unnecessary and like <clears throat> boob armor and this this whole sort oh, of like man. If we should get Amelia in here to just tee off for fifteen <laughs> minutes on how poorly armor design is for females across the board and everything. Yeah, it is like is good when they give Brienne of Tarth very masculine armor. Yeah, it's because she's fucking huge. Yeah, but you don't need tit armor; you get stabbed in the heart. Exactly, like, it's dumb. You sort of slide down into there, <laughs> round it off. Ah, it's so dumb. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Asad Asad's Ventress is like she her whole storyline through this series is is one of the the great kind of through lines through this of Anakin's story because you kind of see him starting to turn to the dark side. Yeah, he really does with her and with Dooku, like his mm. whole pursuit of them, but really starts to bring out a lot of the I don't like sand. No. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's so good. Um what did you think of the kind of tribe thing that Anakin and Obi-Wan end up in? Uh, what's the name of that planet? Uh, I think it's called... I've got it written down here somewhere, sorry. Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan say the dangerous mission, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, guys. This is so unprofessional. Oh, uh, that yawn just time perfectly. Nelva. The Nelva. <laughs> So that's yeah. his the the climax of you know that that last season is Obi Wan 
and Anakin on this, you know, indigenous home world, you know, he's facing this trial of fire and Anakin has to, you know, kind of rescue all these, these warriors and it's this, it's where we see the first vision of Anakin becoming Darth Vader. And it's yeah. also the design of Anakin in there with the blue tribal paint all over him that it's was put on by leeches. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's cool. Mm. Like, it's definitely not a standout for me. The, the part where he's in the cave and you get to see yeah. that little foreshadowing in the way that they draw Darth Vader's face oh, out so of good. the tribal design. Yeah. I think that's all really, really cool. Like him going in and saving the warriors and the whole like symbolism of them having no hand either. And oh, like, I fucking I just loved think it all. it's a bit uh, on the nose. Oh, I I think, I, yeah. I like agreed that it's on the nose, but I was so swept up in it, man. There's I nothing was... to compare to any any part that Grievous is in for me. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Grievous because yeah. <laughs> I love Grievous, but there's also parts in this where I'm looking at his design and wondering why he's so domio thick in the legs. Because he has, if you look at the some scenes, he is like has like face crushing thighs, and I'm so about it. <laughs> I never wanted to be attracted to Grievous, but here I am. <laughs> no, I love him. He's he's awesome. so good. He's so terrifying. In this. Yeah, the way that he his the way that he moves is mm. so unhuman that it really does invoke terror. He like he creeps like some kind of insect or mm. arachnid or something. Um, which is awesome the way he can use multiple limbs when he's fighting those Jedi and then he's got, he gets the third lightsaber on his foot and he's like mm. doing these rolls like like it much better than he is in the actual like uh, Revenge of the Sith and Clone Wars I found it, I preferred him in this than I did in that yeah I, and I love his design I think it looks really cool mm. like I I think it's awesome there's also a little bit um I don't know if you noticed but you know the Wilhelm scream that <laughs> The very, it's a very, very famous scream. It's in like everything. Yeah. It's in like everything. Um, when Grievous, Grievous is chasing um, the Jedi with um, Emperor Palpatine. Yep. Senator and the, Palpatine. The Senator, sorry. Yeah, it's not Emperor yet. And there's the manga guards with the electro staffs. Yep. Um, yeah, there's some troopers fly off the building. And very subtly, it's turned down compared to the rest of the sound. But there's the Wilhelm scream. Like, which is like this stock sound um, was, um, that has been used in a number of film and TV series beginning in 1951 with oh, the wow. film Distant Drums, which is like I've seen the scene. There's like this cowboy dude on top of a roof and he gets shot off and he's like, ah, and it's in everything. Oh, really? Like, I, it, it would have to be in the other Star Wars. I don't know the exact moments. I'm sure it's in a part of Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure it's in the Lego movie. Like it is in... Everything that Wilhelm yeah. scream, yeah. So they put that in there, which I like. I don't know. I love it. Whenever I hear it in things, I'm like, oh, I'll have yeah. to keep an ear. Out. I got it wrong, by the way. It's it's Chancellor Palpatine Chancellor. at that point. Oh yeah. Supreme, uh, so yeah, he's Supreme he's with Chancellor. Supreme Chancellor. He's with uh, Shark T, Rona Corb, and um, can't pronounce that last one. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Face. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> what about um drum buddy? in that arc? Because that's when um. They're getting invaded by the Separatists. We also get, um, for some reason, and I don't know why, but we get Yoda riding in on like a goat, him and his goat partner. Yeah, but it's also like bipedal too. Like it's like it's, it's up on. It's like a goat kangaroo that can also just it wrecks like seventeen droids. It's like it's so tank. Yeah, <laughs> give I it like, a light. Strap lightsabers to its yeah, horns, mate. What are you doing? Yeah, I love. I love that part in particular. Mm. Like it's it's awesome. The way they're like in the elevator and like, ah, oh, fine. And then like, this oh, is coming down there. Yeah. And then when the clones are fighting off one side of the center and the right, they're like, oh, re balls to the right flank. Like, what about the left? Oh, the Jedi have the left. And it's just Mace and Yoda just like going ham. Oh, so <laughs> good. And just wrecking shit. It's so good. Yeah. Also, um, in that kind of little bit where that's um, Shark T uses the force to tie Grievous's cape to a, a train. Yeah. And, and you like, just see Grievous just get fucking yeeted out of the frame. And it's so great because it's, it's that perfect moment of stillness and silence that we were talking about earlier where the scene has been so fast-paced and so bombastic and then all of a sudden it stops and it's slow because Grievous finally has them cornered and there's a minute, like a second pause and then it's boom, and yeah. uh, um, Grievous is gone. And Yeetus. Yeetus. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's okay. pretty good, actually. I'm happy with that. Okay, hold on. Let do me you try the, this again. Do you have the Wilhelm scream? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that picked that up. Picked it up. Okay, let's try one more time. <laughs> yeah, that picked up. That spiked everything. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. So that's the Wilhelm scream. Scream is it? Yeah. Squeam. 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 If you don't know what that is, it watch, sounds familiar. Watch everything you've ever watched <laughs> again <laughs> and hear it, and be like, "Oh, oh shit! Oh, that's in that." Man, that's have you just that. ruined all media for me? God, I, I fucking hate you. No, you. I've not ruined it. I've um, enriched it. Uh, um, so throughout this series, we get. Way more Jedi than I think we get in any other series. Yeah. Where, did you have like a favorite Jedi that's not in like main canon, main canon, you know, uh, Star Wars that pops up in this series? Um, Shakti. Shakti. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. She's great. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, and I think he does pop up in a few other um, uh, Star Wars, you know, canon material. But the um, the Jedi Shaggy or Shagai who is basically Shaggy from the Mystery Incorporated, but with a lightsaber, <laughs> green cloak, shaggy blonde hair and everything, and always scared. Yeah. I love every time I see him. His name is literally Shaggy, and he is basically Shaggy from the, the Scooby-Doo franchise put into the Star Wars franchise, and it, he's fucking great. Every time I see him, I, I, I laugh, and I love it. He's in the scene where General Grievous is um, has those you know five Jedi pinned down. I think he even gets killed. When he had General Grievous has those five um, Jedi pinned down in that you know fallen spaceship, and he's great in that. Yeah. Do you have, do you yeah. have a favorite arc like story arc over this over this series? Um, it's it's hard to choose between Mace or the two Grievous ones. Mm. Like they're really awesome. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I also do like when um, the the one where Anakin pisses off and goes and chases yeah. Ventress. Like he's bef- on Yavin Five, I think he's be- on. Be- yeah, before then, when um, like Obi Wan is helping the troopers like take over that oh, city. Yeah. Just the way that they they try and incorporate act- like the tactics. We should really probably cool. talk about the. We haven't even. It's called Clone Wars, and we haven't even yeah. talked about the clones. The clones <laughs> in this series are so competent and good at what they're doing. Yeah, they're it's awesome. so great like to see non-verbal communication, hand signals, the way that they like um, the use of different types of troops, like heavy mm. troops, light light infantry, um, the special forces and stuff. They they use it really really well. They. Um, yeah, they go in and out like snatch and grab tactics. Like they, they yeah, they they do they do a great job. Mm. Like from someone who knows fuck all about military except for playing tabletop. It makes games. you feel like you know it. Like <laughs> like watching them do it makes you you know My gives you the instant sense. Playing Lord of the Rings strategy battle game, mm-hmm. which is like from Games Workshop, which is like the even nerdier version of Warcraft, I guess, because <laughs> even less people play it. <laughs> Warcraft people look at me like. Psh- is that the Lord. niche version of Warhammer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Warhammer. Warhammer, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Warhammer nerds that. Wow. <laughs> Lord of the Rings SGP. Imagine being more niche <laughs> than Warhammer. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, but I love, I like, from that I read about certain tactics and mm. it, it's great to see the tactics mm. used. I, yeah. I, I like the Monfisto arc and, yeah, probably the window arc as well, like, stand out to me as just some... window arc. Window. Window. <laughs> window. Man. My English is fucking failing this episode for some reason. Yeah. I mean, All not this episode, episode, every episode yeah. of it. Any so time I've ever fucking spoken. With the the Wilhelm scream major breakout in popular culture came from... You're still talking about um, the fucking scream. <laughs> it was from Star Wars where Luke shoots a star stormtrooper off the ledge. So, um, yeah, it's incorporated into a scene in Star Wars which Luke shoots a stormtrooper off the ledge... And then after that, it started becoming in everything Lucas and Spielberg. So oh, okay. Then, and then it like it went into everything like Disney, Pixar, Toy Story, Cars, oh, wow. Up, Monsters University, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Hercules, Game of Thrones, like Indiana Jones. It's in like everything, like I was saying. And it's e. just the like, one sound sample. And just, it's just that one fuck. that I played before that. Ah, I That's can't, nuts. Yeah, like I... Before I knew it was... Before I knew it was the Wilhelm scream or where it came from, as a kid, I knew... That it was like that. That's that same noise. Yeah, like it's so iconic. Um, Man, yeah. Sorry to derail. That. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> so, coming back to this, coming back to this, how do you think? How do you feel revisiting this? Like, is it as oh. good as you remember? 
Oh, I, I think it holds up better. I think it's it's, yeah. it's so crazy because <laughs> I held this in such high regard in my mind <laughs> yeah. that when I came to this and it was better than I remembered, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, How I, is this so good and no one's fucking talking about that's, it? That's Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's the same thing that came to me because I remember loving it and then I sort of, it sort of faded into obscurity. Hmm. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like this will be cool to watch again. And I watched it again. I was like, this is fucking amazing. It's like, so this is, good. The, the color theory is amazing. The character design, all bar a few, is fucking amazing. Mm. Like the animation is amazing. The storytelling is amazing. Like the, the score is amazing. The use of sound, like everything about this is like fucking 10 out of 10. Mm. Like it's, it's. And it was yeah, originally again, uh, designed to sell, like it was designed for toys. This, the only <laughs> reason they this got cleared is because they thought it was going to sell toys. Yeah. For something so artistic and just breathtaking in the Star Wars franchise to be used just to sell toys, and it's done on like a shoestring budget too. Yeah, They're like yeah, here's like fucking forty cents. Go and make it. Yeah, and like yeah, we'll give you C three PO. He can be uh, the only person. Who does I think, the I think same just voice. that voice actor does fucking just says yes to everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome, man. But I mean, this this series is also like it. It's the uh, like not the announcement. It's the um the first appearance of stuff like. Uh, C-3PO's golden-plated. Um, yeah. That's that's the first time we see that. You know, it's the first time we see Asar's Ventress, you know. It's the first time we see Grievous. It's the first time we see Grievous. It's it's the... Uh, it foreshadows Vader. <laughs> like, it, it's... Yeah, it, it does... It has so much packed into this, like... And, it, and it's forgotten, and it, it's minutes. put to yeah, the wayside. Like, minutes. it's 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 crazy, man. And then Disney decided it's not canon anymore. Well, fuck you, Disney. They also said for me, this isn't canon. For me, this will, this will always be canon. Yeah, and no, try, and tell, try and tell the fans that. Exactly. Try and tell the fans what's canon and what's not canon yeah. anymore. I always have issues with the, the creators or, like, the co-company... Deciding what's canon and what's no longer canon because yeah. it should be up to the fans. Basically, it's like being like, "Oh, Jason Todd was never Red Hood. That's not canon anymore." How it, fucking dare yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like no, you can't. No, no, you can't just take a story away. Like there's so well, that's probably a poor example because how twisted. Yeah, it. but that is the same with like trying to say a DC story arc or like something like that. It doesn't fit in with the rest anymore. Yeah. It's like no, you can say that they, it takes place in another universe or it's canon somewhere else like you yeah. can't you can't just use you the can't take that away exactly exactly it, yeah. it frustrates me and i think for me this this series epitomizes what and i hate to i don't hate to hate on the new stuff but i i don't want people to think that i'm hating on the new star wars for the wrong reasons first oh, of I all hate I, on it it's bad. the things that i <laughs> hate about the new star wars are the fact that it is feels like a soulless made by committee yeah corporate money grab the it's things that I like about the new Star Wars is that they put in these new interesting actors and characters, you know, like Poe Dameron, like I'm forgetting her name, but the, um, um, oh God, she's the one that got like mercilessly bullied. Po. Po, uh, not Poe Dameron. Oh. I love Poe Dameron. The chick that got mercil. Oh no, is her name Poe? The Asian girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, her, I love her character in it. I think yeah. her character actually brings a lot into it. The yeah. thing that makes those movies bad is that they are soulless corporate oh, machines. Yeah. Especially the first one, how it's just like it's stitched together all of these scenes. Mm. Like, that's like, oh, do you remember that? Oh, it's like a Death Star, but it's not like a Death Star. <laughs> it's like, do it's something else. Soulless. Oh, it's, it's the Star Killer. <laughs> like, and yeah. It's really the, there's so much cheese in it. I love um, um, what is it? It's not Rebels. What's the um, Rogue One? Oh, Rogue One's great. Fucking amazing. Mm. That's great. That's such a great. That adds so much to the Star Wars universe, and they didn't have to do it in this cheesy, like nostalgia tickling. Like, oh, I remember, 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 Jar Jar. No, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, they, they do it great, and everyone dies, and it's exactly. a fucking great story. So exactly. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> yeah. But like this, like the the series we're talking about, the two thousand three Clone Wars, it has so much soul, so much heart, so much compassion for the Star Wars universe. Like literally drawn into every scene, yeah. it is a love letter to everything great about Star it's Wars. Nothing but enriching. Yeah, it exactly. Like, and that's the thing; it could stand alone. Like, it could oh, stand could. alone. Just like Rogue One, I think, could stand alone. Yeah, just could like, and it does, yeah. Yeah, any of those other Star Wars films, I think, could stand alone, um, except for Solo and those last three. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I just... Like, I, I hate... Because, I, yeah, I don't like it. Sometimes I, I feel like I defend the new Star Wars movies 
even though I don't think they're good because the reason that a lot of people don't think they're good are not actually the reasons it's not oh, good. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? the same thing. Like, yeah. I, like I have, I like to think myself as a critic. Before I even did this, I, mm. I watch a lot of film. I love going to the cinema to watch stuff coming yeah. out. Like I, when I watch stuff, I put my phone down. I don't. I, I just zone into it. I, I love storytelling. Yeah. And especially through cartoons and through fantasy. Like mm. I love to read and I love cartoons and TV. So I was the weird kid that would quote everything all the time. And I think those new ones, are, like you said, committee run. They're, they're soulless. Like it's yeah, like Disney's it's, like, oh, I like money. Like, yeah, it's it's and, yeah, but again, like you said, there is some cool shit in it. There's some there really is cool yeah, there's shit a, there is it. some there is some good stuff in there. Like um, Poe Dameron as a character, I just find, and Oscar Isaac's um, you know, uh, depiction of Poe Dameron and what that character brings to the universe, it, it's fucking breathtakingly good. Yeah, it's just surrounded by this fucking soulless, grubby conglomerate that is Disney and I fucking hate it. When Kylo stops uh um oh. Blaster like pfft, with the force. Adam like, Adam Driver. Shit, Adam Driver is, is just mm-hmm, Yeah that's mm-hmm. really cool. But again like the helmet's kind of dumb. But I get that that's one thing that I can pass off because it's like oh they're kind of putting it in like he's his his pops fan yeah. like he wants to be like that. And they do sort of like acknowledge that, but there's so much of it that is just like even like why, Ray. Why I, I doing Ray. That? I found an engaging character. Oh, I don't know why we're fucking talking about the new Star Wars movies. Um, <laughs> we could talk about it. We've already gone like an hour. Um, yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we just got. We just man. I could feel us slipping into like yeah. a fucking. Well, pit. that's Star Wars, man, and that's <sighs> like what we're saying. That this is beautiful, and it will always be canon to me, and it is amazing, and it's, it's, it's and, and right, it, yeah, and it's nothing but enriching. Yeah, this this is amazing. I mean, I don't even think we need to give final thoughts on this. This is getting it. Yeah. This this is this is my Star Wars. This is, this is my this is getting it all over story. my chest, all over my face. It's oh, man. all over me. <laughs> this is getting it yeah. like a fucking hot chick gets drinks at a bar. That's a terrible metaphor. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, that's Fuck. terrible. I'm, I'm I've, fucking <laughs> I hate that. Get, come feel, after you. Come after him, girls. I feel dirty. <laughs> uh, we should move into the uh the next segment. Uh the moldy cheese segment segment. Uh, this is a segment of the show where we take a look back on the various shows that aired on Cheese TV and decide whether it's aged like a fine cheese or if it's just plain mouldy. And this week on the menu, it's Project Geeker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a hear from it now. The future. Mr. Moloch created me, an artificial human codenamed Project GKR. I am known as Geeker, and my synthetic body has almost unlimited power. Moloch plans to use me to conquer the world. But Lady Macbeth, a streetwise thief, stole me before I could receive the programming which would force me to be Moloch's fighting mission. Lady Macbeth was helped by a super-intelligent dinosaur, Noah. That's me, Geeker. And that's me. control my powers better, because Mr. Moloch wants me back really bad. Without Lady Macbeth and Noah, I'd be a bucket of extra crispy. So Project Geeker, an animated <laughs> television... <laughs> It's so bad. It's so bad. Ooh, deep breath. Project Geeker, an animated television series that premiered on September 14th, 1996. It was created by Douglas Tepnin, creator of Earthworm Jim, which is a good show. Yeah, I could see it. Um, The short-lived series only made 12 episodes. No way! (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) And I've watched all 12 recently. Uh, So set in the future, it is based around the genetic shapeshifter experiment known as Project GKR, or Genokinetic Research, who had been stolen by Lady Macbeth, a short-tempered cyborg with a binetic... uh, Bionic arm, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Before he could get the program, he needed to be a deadly and powerful weapon at the hands of the evil Mr. Morlock, head of Morlock Industries. (laughs) Due to this lack of final programming, Geeker is left left to be totally random and permanently salivating four-fingered klutz. (laughs) He has occasionally managed to use his his powers at full extent a blessing and a threat to his friends and their enemies. 
Lady Macbeth and her partner in crime, Noah, a baseball cap wearing intelligent Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> yes, that's right. A, a baseball cap wearing intelligent Tyrannosaurus Rex must prevent Moloch and Geeker's and um, prevent Moloch and Geeker's creator, Dr. Mastodon, from ever obtaining Geeker at all cost. Man, this show is the most <laughs> 90s fucking shit I've ever seen. What, who was it created by again? Uh, so the creator of, and Adderall? Yeah. So the creator of <laughs> Earthworm Jim and many, many lines in the toilets, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, Fuck. So after watching this, uh, Geeker, <laughs> if I was to put it in 2020 terms, Geeker would be classified as um, neural divergent. If you know what I mean, because he's literally slobbering it like drool coming out of his mouth, and he does like the adoy, like it is. Oh, great! Whoa, so offensive. Was this before Earthworm Jim? Um, I'm actually not sure because he does look like nearly the same yeah, color scheme and like shape as mm. Earthworm Jim too. But you know what's crazy? You know who voices him? Who? Billy West. No fucking Billy way. West put his name. It's the only shining beacon in this series is that Billy West is in. If you don't know who Billy West is in, who Billy West is, you do because he's in fucking everything yeah. and he's amazing. <laughs> he's so good. Um, this show is wild. Like it's so wild. There's twelve episodes of this and it's fucking insane. Um, sorry, I just remembered something I missed in my notes about. Are we are we going back to <laughs> yeah, Star Wars sorry talk? To derail. Okay, let's go back to Star Wars talk. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio is in it. Amazing Bender. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Everything yep. like that. The did you recognize Padme's voice? I did not. Who's Padme's voice? Azula. Oh, it is too. Yeah. Ah. Another one of my favorite cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to say that. No, it's. It, I'm like, fly. man. I'm not. I'm not. It's not like I'm gagging to talk about Geeker. <laughs> like I've already watched. I watched twelve episodes of this fucking shit. The sooner it's out of my head, the better. Um, yeah. This show, I just the, I wrote down a few notes in this. It tells you. <laughs> it's crazy, man. The this show has some of the wildest shit I've ever seen. One of the villains they fight is Larry the Virus, and Larry is an intelligent mutated strain of the common cold, and it is Larry the virus. fucking. Uh, Noah is from Dino Dinopolis. Uh, that is a hidden city of dinosaurs where no humans are allowed. <laughs> For no reason. It's never explained. Um, and it That ends, was going to be in season two. It ends on the biggest cliffhanger where there's like time travel and there's like dystopian future. It's fucking crazy. Oh, jeez. This, like, okay, I cannot... I've put myself through a lot of torture for this segment. Like, uh, like I, I mentioned it on the last week's episode, um, but Biker... Uh, not Biker, Master Mars... Uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs is like it. I, I, a little bit of me is dead from that show. Big Bad Beetleborgs ruined me. This is my new Big Bad. I cannot fucking. I'm so angry. The twelve episodes of this ruined me. It's so nineties and so random and oh, so offensive dumb. because it is so clear that the main inspiration behind Geeker was someone who is neurally divergent, who is. Someone who has some kind of mental disability. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, that being said, though, this is the best show I've ever watched and I will watch this ever. <laughs> I think I might watch it again. I don't know. It's oh, fucking, it got under my off, skin. Mate. It's so good. <laughs> no, um, the fucking dinosaur. <laughs> the baseball cap wearing dinosaur is so... And like put a baseball cap on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dinosaur tattoo. Fucking hell! That's what I'm gonna start telling people. That's what it's based off now. <laughs> I'm just oh, gonna just yeah. Google Project Geeker and then <laughs> um, this show's not getting it. This show is mouldy as fuck. Let's hear that theme song for mouldy man. Fuck this show. Fucking the mould going on there. Oh, you dirty fuckers! Bloody hell! There's mould all up the sides too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at the fucking mold on that. This is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's... It's it fucking... Up. It's so moldy. It's, it's, you look at Biker Mice from Mars now and it looks like... Oh, man, Biker Mice from Mars now is a fond memory oh, I have in the great. past. This it was is great. It's fantastic. If I could go back, Biker Mice from Mars would be the <laughs> finest cheese in the world, mate. This is bullshit. Oh, man. The list... There's so much more on the list, too. Oh... I'm yeah. I'm gonna be like I'm committing <laughs> to this segment is bad for my mental health, um, but I think that's it for the week. Uh, do, oh, 
I should mention, I've mentioned on the last couple of episodes that came out about an Attack on Titan reaction series. That is no longer happening because my... Why is that, Philip? Well, my... So I filmed two episodes. They came out great. They were so good. And then when I was editing and to upload to them, uh, my laptop committed uh, seppuku and just absolutely fucking killed itself. <laughs> it overheated when it made a bang and a sound and hasn't turned on since. So that's not happening anymore. <laughs> uh, sad time. But we will obviously review Attack on Titan when it finally comes out. All of it. Are you yeah. up to date yet? Um, no, I haven't started watching the... Well, I don't read manga. No, um, but have you started watching season started, four? No, I haven't started yet because I'm waiting for a little bit more. Oh, it's very come. good. It's, it's, it's it very, is. very, very, I, very, very good. I fucking bet it is. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll probably leave it at that, guys. Uh, it's been a fucking ripper of an episode, Ty. Yeah, God, man, it's been good. I'm, I'm really stoked. Yeah, it was awesome. It's been Lots sick. Fun, as always. And, man... The listeners out there, we have some ripper content coming down the pipeline Ooh, soon, man. I'm, I'm super excited. Oh. Tyson, the cartoon cunt, can't <laughs> wait. I'm so happy about that name too. Uh, so, guys, make sure you get on the socials at Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, write us into the pod at at gmail uh, at Lords of Dorktown at gmail.com. Uh, we'll read your letters out on the pod if you want to. Uh, yeah. No one's requested that yet, but you can request it if you want. And yeah, keep it dorky, guys. Stay dorky. You.